Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, DMV basketball fans? Got QJ Peterson here, uh, VMI superstar and uh, recent Knicks summer league guard. QJ, thanks for coming on to tell us a little bit about uh, you know your summer league uh, experience in, in particular. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, you had a, a couple of great games in summer league and sound like a good experience overall. And, and you had a really awesome uh, Instagram post about uh, or Instagram um, you know feed about sort of your experience. And I just wanted you to kind of walk through that process for our listeners here. Uh, but but first, before we get to it, just a word from our sponsors, BetOnline. BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. BetOnline continues to be your fastest and easiest way to place all your uh, wagers, including live betting, casino, and card games. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device uh, to place uh, your bets with our promo code BELIEF, B-L-E-A-V, BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, QJ, take it away, man, here. Give us uh, give us the, the lowdown on how this all went for you. Um, Well, I mean, overall, it was a uh, great experience, like I said in my post. Um, you know, it was – my post was mainly just – a lot of people were asking me, you know – um. Like why I didn't play the first game, why I didn't play the second game, and mm-hmm. um, and so like a, just the background to it was, you know, like when they called me for summer league about summer league, they were just like, you know, we have some young guys that were you know kind of have priority with, and you probably wouldn't get into the last you know game, and and uh, and they just you know they pretty much said flat out like what what the what the deal was and that they wouldn't be um that uh they didn't want to hear like from my agent like why I'm not playing and you know they understood that I had like you know different offers on the table overseas and understood that I didn't want to do it and you know I went to a mini camp with the Knicks and I did extremely well there and they enjoyed having me there and that's kind of what got me the summer league invite mm-hmm. And and so, you know, whenever I got the call about summer league and they said that I really wasn't going to play until the last game, I was just, I was just um at first my initial action reaction wanted to be you know kind of betting, but then at the same time it's like I understood the business side of it, and you know, part of me was just like, well, how on, how on earth can they say something like that, and. They haven't even seen me go against some of the guys that they want to play. I was like, and I just, you know, it was just like, nonetheless, like I came this far. Let me just, let me just see it through and, you know, and just see what comes of it. Like they, you know, I I just said to my agent, to myself, like, I'm just going to work extremely hard and I'm going to try to kill every day in practice to make it extremely hard for them not to play me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Especially when you, you know, you have a veteran guy, you know, because I was older than everybody by at least three. Sure. Um, you know, just a veteran guy ready to ready to play, ready to play in the league. 
Um, the mindset's a little bit different from, you know, a 19, 20, 21 year old. So, I mean, I, you know, through that whole time, I just stayed, you know, positive. I got to lead the young guys and just show them, you know, just how to be a professional. Um, you know, whether that's on the bench, off the, on the court, off the court, you know, whether I play 40 minutes, or whether I play zero minutes, um, I'm always in tune with the game and, you know, I was trying to help the young guys as much as possible during the game, you know, helping them see the game, talk, talking to them just as loud as if, as if I was on the court, um, you know, but I was doing that, you know, on the bench and calling out the other team's plays and things like that, just to, you know, just to, just to help them. It wasn't even, it wasn't even having anything to do with me. It was just to help the guys out there on the court. Sure. Being um, a good teammate. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And encouraging them and, you know, just staying positive with them. Um, but it, it just shows, you know, you can affect the game without being in the game, like physically in the game. You know, you can still be in the game on the bench, yeah. which, you know, which turned actually a lot of people's heads. Like, you know, just and mainly like the coaching staff, like because I was, you know, the loud, loudest one on the bench, um, you know, cheering guys on like. And, and so it just, it's just a little bit different maker, a difference maker. Um, so then, you know, the first two games happened or whatever. You know, Coach Coach Dice and um, Coach Thibodeau, they had a uh, they had like a meeting and, um, you know, Coach Thibodeau was just like, you know, we understand like we have priority to the guys and we want certain guys playing. But at the same time, you know, winning has to take hold. And, you know, it wasn't necessarily saying, you know, play QJ and we'll, you know, win. It was just, you know, if you feel like somebody is on the bench that could help us win, then, you know, give them a try and, you know, put them in the game all while trying to, you know, play play the guys that we want to play. Mm-hmm. And so he, he just told me before the before the third game, he was like, look, just be re- just be ready. I don't know how much you're going to play, but just be ready. And I was just like, you know, that's, you know, I'm always ready. You don't even have to tell me that. And what's the line about stay ready, never have to get ready. I mean, that that's the mindset, right? Always stay ready. So you never have to get ready. And so, um, and so, you know, just my name was called in that first quarter and, and really my focus, my focus wasn't even on scoring. It was just energy and effort and just, you know, doing, doing a lot of small things to help change the game. Like naturally, you know, naturally, I, I'm a scorer. I know how to score the ball and I can score in different ways. And so I wasn't really worried about my offense necessarily. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Of course, like I didn't have a good, a great shooting game the first two games, or whatever. It's hard and to I, come in cold when you haven't played for the first two games, too, I'm sure. Um, Yes and no, but each game is a new game Um, and each and each each game your role changes um mm-hmm. you know so like for you know the first game you know it, i was just providing a lot of energy and effort and i'm just playing just trying to talk as loud as i can trying to huddle the guys up keep them together try to keep them in tune with the game um just you know trying to you know get steals dive on the floor you know all all small things you know hustle plays defensive rebounds you know uh, all that stuff and mm-hmm. I knew I knew the scoring would come or whatever, but, you know, uh, it was just for me, it was just focusing energy and 
energy and effort and just the diet, just, you know, just changing the game in a positive direction. And, you know, that's just what my role was for that game. And that's what I, that's what I did. And, you know, we, we ended up winning that game, you know, great. Cause guys, you know, they, they started getting back in tune with the game and they started talking loud. We started rebounding better. It's defend- infectious, right? I mean, yeah, exactly. And so they just fed off of it, which is great. And, you know, my message to the guys that second game um, or that fourth game was just like, look, like, let that energy and effort carry over to this game. You guys know what what level now you need to play at energy wise in order to win in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it has to be like that every possession. And needless to say, you know, they took my message and ran with it. You know, they got up 20 fast in that game. And, you know, for me as a. Yeah, as a point guard, at that point, all I got to do is manage the game. You know, whether I score a little, score a lot, make sure we get a good shot and defend and, you know, make sure we're rebounding. That was that was my – that was pretty – that was my role pretty much for that game, whether I scored 20 points or four points like I had, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that – it's just – for me, it was just to manage the game at that point because other guys had it going and, you know, you, you don't want to – Elite, so to say. Sure. Uh, the final game was just out there and just be me, just play, just keep doing all the little things that I've been doing. And um, I wasn't necessarily, you know, scoring the best throughout that throughout that game. Um, you know, I just kind of, I still stayed positive all the way through. And then the fourth quarter just. You know, I just kind of gave myself a pep talk that I just needed to step up. And me as a scorer, only having eight points through, you know, 18, 20 plus minutes, you know, that was kind of unacceptable for me, like in my standards or whatever. And I just I just told my coach I was just about to take over the game, whatever that meant. I was going to take it, take over the game. And that's kind of what inspired that 17 or 18 point fourth quarter, um, because we were down 13 and like. My team, I felt like just needed it, and um, and so that's just kind of how that fourth quarter just went. Even though we, even though you know I, we had three chances, well, I missed on all three chances to either tie the game or win the game. Um, everybody was, you know, okay with me taking those shots. Like they understood how hard I worked, like all through the past weeks and leading into uh. Leading up to Vegas and whatnot, and just how positive I've been with everybody, and you know, earn their respect when when you had the the right attitude and things like that too. Not just with your game, but the kind of person you were. Yeah, and so just I think it was just God just kind of rewarded me for that fourth quarter, you know, uh, explosion or whatever, so to say. Um, But all in all, I thought it was a great experience. Like I was just like for me, like sharing it. You know, I, I did it mainly for like people back at home, like mm-hmm. where I live in West Virginia, you know, cause there's not really many of us that make it that far. <laughs> Granted, there's hardly that many people in the world that make it that far. That's a good point. But, yeah, even to summer league. I mean, that, that alone yeah. is still a huge level of basketball. Yeah, exactly. And so I was just, you know, I was just sharing just my experience and, you know, just energy and effort just went a long way with, with those guys. And that's just, that's not even a basketball thing. That's just in life. Yep. Um, and and really it's just I kind of did it as a, you know, you know, I'm proud of myself kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just everything that I've gone through in the past six, six years or whatever. And for it finally to, you know, kind of come full circle and that I've been waiting on this moment, you know, this, this was my first ever summer league. I mean, who knows? I might breaking up a little bit on us there. Apologize for the technical difficulties here, folks. Oh, sorry. That's okay. We got you back. Uh, So I think just for anybody not familiar with you and your game and and your story and everything here, you were MVP of of the league in in Denmark, uh, leading scorer in the Ukraine. Uh, You led the CBA, the Chinese Basketball Association, in threes. You were third in scoring at 29 points per game. You had a 50-point game where you hit 10 threes. Across twenty uh, four seasons of college basketball, you scored almost twenty points per game. Basically, right out of the gate, you were a twenty point per game scorer. So, you know, it would have been really easy for you to come in and say, "Hey, I, I don't want to come off the bench. I, I don't want to do those things. I don't want to be the you know a guy that doesn't play for two games." So I think it says a lot about you that you know you were willing to do that, and I'm really glad to see that it paid off, and and you got to you know turn some heads in those last couple of games. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely was a humbling experience, and it was, you know, fun to say the least. Um, but, you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I mean, I was, you know, I kind. It was also a, I was super proud of myself, mm-hmm. you know, because I know a lot of guys wouldn't wouldn't you know take that role, sure. or you know necessarily take a backseat to to guys when. They feel as if they are, you know, better or like they deserve to play more or, you know, with just whatever it is. I just, you know, is it, 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 is it a hard uh, pill to swallow? Um, yes and no. Only if you, whoops, sorry. It, it's a, it's only a hard pill to swallow only if you uh, let it, so to say. And I think that's just ego talk with a lot of people, with a lot of guys. Um, but, but, you know, like, like I said, if, if, you know, I'm 28 years old, it's probably my first and maybe last summer league because I'm older and they generally don't want older guys. They generally don't want older guys playing in summer league, you know, so. You I mean, might've just showed them that that's something they should think twice about in the future though. Like, you know what it takes to, to be a good teammate. You've, you've been on. I'm sure you've played some games in some of these countries where there's nobody in the crowd. So you got to fire everybody up and get yourself hyped. So I think that might be something for them to think about in the future. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, different for sure. It's, it's, you know, it's, I mean, it's definitely a blessing. I'd say it it was a blessing. And, you know, I I can't thank the Knicks organization for, you know, enough for giving me a opportunity to show, you know, what I can do on that stage any, any feedback from them um things you want to work on or, or try to show an nba team in the future based on you know what they saw from you um i haven't really gotten any feedback yet i was giving my agent some time before i you know yeah i got you and to see what they what you know what feedback he's gotten mm-hmm. you know so i'm just really just i'll just be waiting to hear what's hear what's what and then you know go from there uh, what's next for QJ Peterson here? Any plans for, for next season, anywhere you're looking at or, uh, anything like that? Um, just gonna have to stay tuned. Uh, 
really. Right now, I'm just focused on taking care of my little one. It's a it's a pretty good goal to be focused on, I think. Yeah, that's it. Just trying to enjoy her, as you can hear her in the background. Um, anybody you heard from uh, as a part of your, you know, you, you tweeted that out. I think it got a great response online. Anybody that reached out to you and, and gave you some cool words of encouragement or anything like that? Um, no, I just seen, you know, Pat, Patrick Beverly retweeted and said, keep going. Um, Kim Baysmore, Kim Baysmore said the same thing. Um, those two are really the only ones that I've seen. I know like a bunch of high school coaches have seen it. College coaches have seen it, sure. you know, you know, and it's just all about, you know, energy and effort and playing a role. And I, you know, that's just, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't make that post to to try to go viral or anything. Yeah, like that. I'm sure. I, I wasn't expecting that at all. That was my that was like my last reaction. Um, that was, I wasn't thinking that at all, and and so it just happened that way. Mm. Um, it happened to just blow up, and that's just yeah. I was man, I was shocked. I mean, folks listening to this, we were talking about doing this anyway before that, but I, I thought it gave us, you know, some some extra context here to talk about it because I do think that's here. an important message. And for us as, you know, Wizards fans locally, they're kind of going into a rebuild. And I think they could use some guys uh, like yourself with, with that kind of mindset and focusing on team and helping other guys get better and, um, you know, playing for more than just yourself. I think every team could use more guys like that. So I was glad to see the reaction you got. Yeah. I know you got to take care of the little one here. Thanks for making some time for us. We'd love to have you back on, talk a little bit more about your overseas experience and college and things like that too. And just, um, especially when you figure out what you're doing for next season. So, uh, I mean, yeah. thanks for making some time. I'm glad it went well and, uh, keep us posted on next, uh, stops and things like that. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Sorry. It's, it's a little loud. <laughs> it's okay, man. No worries. Uh, the little ones take priority here. So I appreciate you. Um, and, uh, let's talk soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Take care, man. All right, everybody. We're presented by betonline.ag. You know the drill. Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. And uh, we will catch you next time. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube